This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. Keisha Knight-Polium has grown up on TV, playing characters on shows like The Cosby Show to Tyler Perry's House of Pain. They know Rudy. They know Miranda. I've been in the business literally for 36 years. Keisha's an actress, philanthropist, foodie, and now hosts of her own podcast. This is an opportunity for you, my friends, my fans, to get to know me, just Keisha. This is Candidly Keisha. Welcome to Candidly Keisha. It's Friday again. Woo, 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 woo. I must say that I love how fast Fridays are coming. <laughs> Not that I don't love our my week and I absolutely enjoy every moment of the day that I am given. Um, but it's kind of like I feel like as you like people say this, but like as you get older, time goes so fast. Like all of a sudden it's like shoo, Okay, it's the next year. But, you know, I'm enjoying it. So how are you today, Shardy? I'm great. It's been a great day. Traffic was light. That made me feel good this morning. Nice. This Atlanta <laughs> traffic is no joke. Every like, day it's something new. You, we used to have predictable traffic. It used to be, okay, you know it's going to start about like 4.30, 4-ish. It'll start getting a little sluggish. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 4.30, you could have all the way up till about 5. And then it would be all, be over at like 7.30, now, traffic starts at forever. So basically, like you never know. It's all day. It's all day. It could start literally, like if you're not where you, in the side of town you need to be in by like 2, 2.30, it's a clusterfuck. The rest of the day. Absolutely. But anyway, as I digress. So today, <laughs> just had to put my little two cents in about traffic in Atlanta. But we decided to do, I thought it was fun. We did it last month. We did an Ask Keisha episode and so many people had so many questions and I apologize for any of the ones that I didn't get to and we'll try to go back and and look at those because what happened was you know you have to ask them before we record the show some people ask questions later that night and the show was (laughs) over we'd already done it at that point so when I put it up maybe what I'll do next time is try putting it up like a day before or so but um but yeah so I guess we'll just kind of Go right. Oh, first I'm going to say this. So I put up my my post right today. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. If you know how you take a cute selfie? Every girl has her selfie face. Yes. Everyone is kind of like, and I think it's universal. How it turns out is different, but it's kind of a slight cock to the side. It's kind of a raise of an eyebrow, a slight kind of pouty, like almost a kissy. kissy face. Almost like a little kissy face. It's funny. My or brother. The light skin squint. But yeah, with a little like, or the raise. <laughs> I'm a raised eyebrow girl. Like the... So, um, and my brother is so funny. Me and um, my sister, Jade, who's my brother's wife, we were on her snap the other day and take doing like a selfie. And my brother was like, if Jet, if I ever see Jet do that, I'm killing both of y'all. I was like, well, newsflash, you have a daughter. Yes. At some point, whatever version of this is that we're doing now, when she gets older, she will be doing it. Yes. I'm sorry to tell you. You can't avoid it. She's going to have her own personal pose. Own personal pose. So I was laughing because I put this post up 
about Ask Keisha. And I think it's so funny. And this kind of speaks back to just like internet people in, in, in general. So I say, hey, I thought I looked cute with my little selfie. And people are like, well, what's wrong with her eyebrow? Did she do it? And what's wrong with her face? I'm like, that wasn't the freaking question. The question is, what do you have to ask not to comment? Right. Period, point blank. So I thought I looked cute in my selfie. I was giving my best you sultry look cute in your pose. But you know what? If you don't like it, you don't have to comment. How about them apples? Mm. So, no, I think it's funny. They're like, oh, she does look different. Oh. And I'm like, what does that have to do with the price of milk in Alaska? (laughs) Nothing. I don't really know. But, no, this is my face. I have not done anything weird to it. Then somebody was like, oh, Botox. I don't know any 37-year-old woman who hasn't tried Botox at least once in her life. And, yeah, I've tried it. But, no, don't have Botox right now. It wasn't for me. It just wasn't. You know, to each his own. First of all, I'm a punk for pain. That whole needle business, I'm just not quite suited for it. So, so yeah. So, no, I just thought I was cute trying to raise my eyebrow with my perfectly arched, uh, what do you call it? My little pencil. I thought I was doing something. You were. But, heh. That's how I feel. <laughs> but, no, it was funny because also the other day, someone had, and I just think it's amazing how, you know, I'm just one of those people who it takes more energy it takes actually technically more face muscles to frown than to smile also. It does. And I'm just one who I don't understand the mentality of taking the time out of your day to say something not uplifting to another person or to say something not in a spirit of love. That's just not who I am. So it's amazing how many people I find specifically on the Internet who do that. And there have been like I feel like people are getting fed up. Like, you know, celebrities, like people feel like it's fair game. They're people. You can say whatever you want. But I live by the rule of thumb that I treat people the way I desire to be treated. And that hands down goes across the board, no matter if you are the garbage man to the transient man on the corner to the CEO billionaire of a company that has the ability to do something amazing for me. So... You know, I guess that's why I just don't get it. And I had a moment the other day where someone had said something kind of like rude on my Instagram um, about the. Remember when I was I was honored just this earlier this week um, here in Atlanta for my work that I do um, as an activist, as a philanthropist with Camp Kizzy. It was an amazing event that um, a really good friend of mine, actually one of my best friends, uh, soon to be husband. I'm in the maid of honor. Actually, I'm a matron because I'm married now, but matron <laughs> of honor and their wedding coming up. Um he chose lots of women and it wasn't just nepotism because I know them, but they chose a group of women um, who were doing a lot of great things in the community and honored us at a really cool free event, a networking event. And if you're familiar with opera nightclub, it's a big venue here in Atlanta. It's literally like two levels, this beautiful space. He filled it up with women packed, packed it out with with their own businesses, with entrepreneurs. And it was an amazing networking event that was, um, and it was called Women in Whiskey, yes. which is amazing. Yes. And it's perfect for me because anyone who knows me knows I am a whiskey drinker. Like that is my drink of choice any day of the week and twice on Tuesdays. So it was really, really nice. It was um, Gentleman Jack was one of the sponsors of it. Mm-hmm. So they had cool little cocktail stations. And I mean, just you name it. It was just really, really, really cool. I know Cami Cakes, who's also a sponsor of Cam Kizzy, who's given my, my kids cupcakes several times. They were there. Um, it was just really well done, a really classy event. And I posted a picture from it because I was really excited because they put my name on my bottle. Yes. Because you know how I feel about stuff with my name on it. And it's whiskey. <laughs> what? 
doesn't get better than that. So it was funny because someone, you know, made a comment about it, a negative comment, and it bothered me, and I felt the need to say something back. And I pretty much just said, I'm not going to give any shine to, you know, the person who did make the comment, Mm -hmm. but I am going to say my response because I felt that it was timely because I'm just really tired of people um, feeling they can say anything to folks. You know, a lot of celebrities are doing their little clapback segments. They're not taking anything from anybody anymore. It's not okay. So I told this lady, and, and you know what? That's the part that I think disappointed me the most. It was a young lady. Mm. And it may be a little dummy account. You know how people hide behind and make an True. account to talk crazy. But I was just like, you know, it's unfortunate you're using your time to be hateful and mean-spirited. This was an event supporting, uplifting, and empowering women. I was being honored for my work paying it forward and giving back to others using those Cosby checks. That, oh, you have to understand. Let me let me give let me give. Uh, <laughs> Reference. I'm, I think I may have blocked her, but it's still on here. So what she said, oh, I believe in block delete. We've talked about this. So what she said is still hosting clubs because them Cosby checks are washed up. And she said some other stuff, too. Um, and then, you know, just went on to talk, oh, her outfit's cheap or this, whatever. You know, just talking mean spirit. Okay. So that's wow. to give you... Right, I got you. Reference. So that's when I said it's unfortunate that you're using your time to be hateful and mean-spirited. This was an event supporting, uplifting, and empowering women. I was being honored for my work paying it forward and giving back to others, using those quote-unquote Cosby checks in addition to my quote-unquote House of Pain checks. Yes, I have two shows in syndication at the same damn time to help others. I give back to others in a loving spirit. No, I don't spend my nights doing club appearances, but being the keynote speaker at colleges and universities across the country, in addition to my other businesses. Next time, if you don't have anything nice to say, try saying nothing at all. I don't usually respond or comment to nonsense, but honestly, I'm tired of you internet bullies. And then I just said, hashtag, bless your heart. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you said that so eloquently, like, because people do the most for no reason. They have nothing better to do but to hate. So onward to positivity. Yes. Now that we have had to check the haters just a little baby bit, because I'm tired of y'all's shit. <laughs> So, what are some questions that we have today? Um, well, this is kind of appropriate. This is from T. Robinson underscore 95. Mm-hmm. You seem so free-spirited, and it doesn't seem like much bothers you. What annoys you the most? Hmm. Okay. Do you know, it's funny. I really try to let stuff roll off my back um, because I really try not to take much personally mm-hmm. because it's usually their stuff. When people act that way, it's really their stuff, their insecurities that are coming through. Um, I just really live by My mom told me a long time ago when I was little, and I'll never forget it, to never let anyone steal my joy. And I don't care who you are. My joy is not up for grabs. And I just live by that and just follow my intuition and um, do what makes me happy. You know, so often people find happiness from external sources. It's, oh, if I have this car or this job or this house or this purse or this relationship or this job or, you know, so many different things. What I know is it's it's not about those things. Happiness starts from within. And no matter what's going on in your life, how crazy it is, if you have that centered space of calm and peace and relaxation, you know, you just kind of let that, you just kind of let it roll off your back. And keep it moving. And not to say I'm not human. You know, yeah, things hurt. Absolutely, there are times that things hurt. But for the most part, I definitely try to 
do the work on myself and within myself to make sure that I'm strong. And as long as I'm centered in doing what I need to do from, you know, just meditating, that for me is is key and it's paramount. I know a lot of people, it's kind of the new buzzword, but I can honestly speak to the benefits in my life and how it just helps me be my best me. And, you know, my brothers, and it's funny you say that because my brothers all joke with me, especially my brother, Michonne, the middle brother who's been on the show a lot, who's a hilarious hot mess. We did do an Ask Michonne. No, we're going to do an Ask ask Michonne because I love my brother. He is, I love all my brothers. We all have very special, different relationships, but Michonne is probably one of the funniest and he's so special and like my my old house that I've now sold, oh, but I'm grateful that it sold finally. Like my pool, like my pool is one of my favorite places to be. And it's so, water to me is very calming, very tranquil, very peaceful. And he'd come over and that's, it is true. Like if I was having a day or if I needed to think about something or just kind of, you know, just really quiet myself to find that answer, I'd be out in my pool. He'd come over, he'd be like, Keish, you forever swimming around this pool, laying, ac- laying across this pool with zero fucks given. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, he, he sent me this, mo- like one of those emojis with the little frog backstroking, like, <laughs> this is you every day of the week, Keish. <laughs> but I mean, you know, what, what, what is the option? What is the other option? And, you know, I'll choose that one every day. I'm sorry. What's my next question? Your next one. What's your favorite meal to cook or prepare? Mm -hmm. Do you enjoy being the only girl in the family? That's from C. Royster, 1980. I love being the only girl. (laughs) I tell my brothers all the time that it's my mother. They're very clear that I share her with them sometimes. No, I do. I share them. But I do call her my mom. I'm like, my mom. But, um... Like being the only girl, even though I'm not a girly girl, it's kind of funny. Like, I have my girly girl moments, but, like, I ride dirt bikes, go fishing with my brothers. Like, I grew up a big tomboy, playing sports, running around. Like, even to this day, we'll have family dinners, you know, at my parents' house on Sundays and then play flag football or capture the flag or, you know, we'll do something outside um, afterward when the weather is nice. Uh, the next question is about cooking, right? Yes. What's your favorite What's meal favorite? to cook or prepare? Oh, man. I'm greedy <laughs> and I'm a foodie. <laughs> Me too. So it's whatever I want to eat that day. <laughs> it's my favorite. Uh, it really depends. It really, really depends. I've been on, you know, making sure to, I love the summer. The summer is one of my favorite times of year because all of my favorite I love fruits and vegetables and avocados. So everything is in season. And that's one of my favorite times because salads are so good. You know, I do like summer strawberry salads with feta and candied pecans and mixed greens with a balsamic dressing. Or my other new favorite is my pear blue cheese salad that I've been doing. That's really good. That's my fave right now. So I go through like cycles. But hands down, like my comfort meal... If I'm having one of those days, haven't been able to kind of shake it off, I just need a moment. My favorite thing, and I think it's because it was my mom's favorite thing to eat when she was pregnant with me. So as I've grown up, it's like my favorite. I love steak with onions and white rice. And I do like a what people call chicken fried steak, but I don't like that term. Basically, I do fry it where I flour it and season it, flour it, just put it in the pan. It's not deep fried. It's kind of like, uh, 
it's not even pan seared. It's like it is. I guess it is fried. It's it's a piece of fried steak with some onions and some white rice and a Coca Cola, and all is right in the world. <laughs> Top it off with like a piece of chocolate. I guess I'm like the quintessential like woman when it comes to that. But that right there will change the world. <laughs> Miss Jackie G. Yes. Hey, Jackie G. <laughs> What's the key to running a successful business? Uh, the key to running a successful business. You know, I feel like first making sure that you're doing something you're genuinely passionate about. Because it won't work if you're not doing what you love. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I always tell people, you know, follow your passion and the money will come. Because you have to be that determined, that dedicated, that resilient. And the only way you can do that is in when you're doing something you genuinely love. And when you're doing what you love, you never feel like you've worked a day in your life. Yeah, you may get tired. Yeah, you may travel. You have sacrifices. But it's it's a different feeling that comes along with it. And in any business, I feel like a lot of times people are like, oh, business isn't personal. But business is very personal. And it's about always treating and running your business with integrity because you never know. Um, so often people want to treat people who can do something for them different than the ones who they don't feel can do anything for them. But Malcolm, actually Jamal Warner, this is something he always used to say, that the toes you step on today may be connected to the ash you have to kiss tomorrow. Hmm, so true. <laughs> make sure that you are always treating people the way you desire to be treated. And, you know, people... Of course, you have to be competent. Of course, you have to be at the top. Like that's that's a no brainer. You have to be great at whatever it is you're doing. But the second piece of it is every business you deal with people and it's people skills and it's how do you empower the next person to get the best out of them and, you know, surrounding yourself with People who are at the top of their game. I know a lot of people feel intimidated and they want to feel like the big fish in the pond and they want to feel like the smartest person in the room. But one thing I found is the smartest person in the room is not the one who claims to be, but the one who surrounds himself with people who are smarter than they are. And a lot of people from their own insecurities, you know, I want the best. <laughs> I want the, if Whatever you are, I want the best at it. And I want the person who does it best. And uh, I know I've learned that, you know, a lot of people want to be a jack of all trades, but master of none. I say master something, whatever it is, be damn good at it. This is from Boss Crew Mom. Hey, Boss Crew Mom. What exciting things do you have coming up for camp this year? And can you also share some information on Project James? Ooh, I'm so excited about Camp Kissy. <laughs> you have no idea. So we're doing some really, really great things this year. I am, and Project James. Like, I'm excited about both of them. With it being my second year um, for my boys camp, I'm just I don't want to give it away. I want the kids to come <laughs> and enjoy, but I'm doing more of an immersion program. So all I'm going to say is this year, we are absolutely taking full advantage of the city of Atlanta and all of the different amazing offerings that it has. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> We're going to move on. Yeah. You got to go to Camp Kizzy, K-A-M-P-K-I-Z-Z-Y.org, where you can donate. The applications are going to be up shortly for both Project James and Camp Kizzy. Our website is under development right now. However, the um, we're, we're switching it up, doing some new, fresh stuff. The web, but ha the, what did I say? The application. Mm -hmm, they're online. They are online. 
So this is from K Fletch 12. What advice would you give to a new bonus mom or stepmom? What advice would I give to a new bonus mom or stepmom? I would just say what I love about kids is that they are the biggest, most accurate bullshit detectors ever known to man. <laughs> so you have to be your authentic self because they can smell BS coming a mile away. And you just have to let it organically grow. Your relationship is your relationship. It has nothing to do with, you know, the relationship with anyone else, whether it be their mom, their dad. You have to, I know what we did, what me and EJ did was we created our own thing. So we, part of that process was coming up with our own names for each other. He's my EJ and I'm his Kish Kish. And that's just our thing. And it was so cute the day that someone else tried to call me Kish Kish. And actually it was funny though, because it was his grandmother. <laughs> it was it was Ed's mom. So Ed's mom was like, oh, well, since EJ calls you Kish Kish, I'm gonna, and I said, you may have to talk to EJ about that one because he gets a little defensive yeah. if anyone, he shuts it down real quick. Or if anyone tries to call him EJ, he looks at him like, I'm EJ. <laughs> I'm EJ. I was like, okay, well, damn, there it is. <laughs> they know. They know, but, you know, at the end of the day, just love them. That's all kids want any, anyway, It's just to love them, just to embrace them and allow them to be exactly who they are and nurture that within them. So often I feel like people treat kids as though they're, like, stupid or as if they don't know. Relate to them like a normal human being. Period. Um, and just let the relationship develop how how it's intended to. Let it develop organically. Uh, but I don't know. And everyone has their own journey. That's just been ours. Pooh 33. Hey, Pooh. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in 10 years? Man, 10 years. You know, I have no idea. I'm one who definitely just, I'm very kind of free-spirited in the sense that I go with the flow and very allowing to the opportunities that are presented to me. And what I've learned these past 37 years is you can't get caught up in the process. You just kind of have to be clear about what your desires are and then just get on for the ride because I've seen that my plan B is always been God's plan A. So I just kind of follow where I'm led and then just feel my way through it. I don't know a better way to say it, but definitely happy. Um, that's never a, that's not a negotiable for me. So I'll, wherever I'll be, I'll be happy, enjoying the hell out of life. This is underscore JT Galloway. Mm-hmm. When you were in college, was it hard for you to balance school, work, or extracurricular activities? When I went to school, I didn't do anything work-wise. When I went to college, I took time off specifically and deliberately just to go to school, just to be a student. Both high school and college, I did that. And I didn't start back working again until after college. Um, college was awesome. I had a great-ass time. 
And I feel like it's the same with any, when you go to college, like that's the biggest thing that you learn is time management because you have no one telling you, you have to do your homework or you have to go to sleep or you have to get up or you have to study or you, you don't have anyone doing that. You have to be self-motivated and you have to decide for yourself what works. And like any student, the first semester, you probably kick it a little too hard, <laughs> go to a few too many. Like when I was in college, maybe I'm telling age, we have beer bashes in the park. <laughs> then you're like, okay, maybe that didn't work out so well. I should maybe not go to that beer bash on Wednesday because there'll be another one on Friday and I can just do my classwork and then go kick it. But you just have to figure out what works best for you. You know, I was pretty good at having a good time and still getting my work done. But sometimes people can do. And then I had one of my best friends who graduated like magna, summa, every cum laude there is, who kicked it harder than me. I'm like, when do you even open your book? And you're like an econ major or something silly. So everybody's different. But you have to find that balance for you. But what we can do real quick, let's take a quick break because I know we have some more questions to answer. Um, but we'll be right back here. Candidly Keisha, stay tuned. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back to Candidly Keisha. We are continuing to take your questions. So what we got next, Shardy? Officially just see. What's been your most rewarding or proudest moment since becoming a wife and a bonus mom? You know... It's so funny. Uh, this just happened the other day, and every time he says it, it makes my heart warm. So EJ, my EJ, um, we were talking to him on the phone, and uh, I was just asking him because he was with his mom this week, and I was like, oh, so, you know, what? Are you, how is it going? What did you have for breakfast? You know, just the kind of stuff we talk about, how school. And then he was like, I was like, what did you have for breakfast? He's like, oh, I had waffles. I was like, no strawberry oatmeal? He was like, no, because it's his favorite. So every morning I always make him strawberry oatmeal. I said, well, no worries. I went to the grocery store. I have a fresh box of strawberry oatmeal for you. And he says, he says, my quiche, quiche. She's like, you know what I like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. And I know that's so silly, but he's so cute whenever, oh. like, because we have our own little thing, and I kind of can anticipate, like, like I know he wants his Spider-Man pajamas. I know he likes his strawberry oatmeal. Yeah. He likes his favorites, like, you know, his, his spaghetti or stuffed pepper, like, you know, or if I pack his lunch and, like, I write little notes on it and stuff for him. <laughs> so whenever he, like, something like that happens where I anticipate but without him even asking, he's just like, you know what I like. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who are you in this little body? This is the cutest thing ever. But yeah, so that just warms my heart. Like, absolutely. Um, and just, you know, it's just a new life journey. All of it is. This is Antonio, I think it's underscore Dariel, mm-hmm. or Dariel. What is your greatest accomplishment thus far? Ooh, my greatest accomplishment thus far. You know, I feel like my greatest accomplishment, it doesn't have anything to do with awards or accolades or or anything in the professional arena. My greatest accomplishment, I feel, has been just being able to, no matter what's going on in life, what I'm faced with, whether it's good, whether it's bad, 
consistently and authentically being able to be exactly who I am and being able to just grow and embrace and evolve spiritually. That component is so, it, it, it permeates every part of your life. And when you can do the work in that arena, you see the benefits of it no matter what else is going on. So I feel like just my ability to continue to grow spiritually and hold on to those lessons and those values, no matter what else is happening. Because I always say, you know, how you act and how you respond, how you act is your karma, but how I respond to it is mine. So I'm always very aware that even when someone is being a complete asshole or someone is doing something that isn't nice, that's still their stuff. And that I'm still accountable how I handle myself in that situation. This is she is underscore goddess. What's the hardest thing you had to learn about love? The hardest thing I had to learn about love is that it's not perfect. That, um, you know, everyone wants to put it in this warm and fuzzy box, whether it's with your family, your significant other, yourself or your friends, but none of us are perfect. We're all here to grow, to evolve, to learn lessons. Um, you know, I believe that we've all come into this life with a specific set of lessons that we desire to learn, karma we desire to resolve, issues we desire to work through. So, um, am I answering the question? No, you are, you are. What was the question originally? What's the hardest thing you had to learn about love? Ah, yeah. So, that's definitely the hardest thing I've I've had to learn is, you know, it doesn't always come in a neat little package and you're not always going to like them whoever it is, but love is something that's very unconditional. And I feel like a lot of times specifically with love, people feel that it is, there's a certain level of sacrifice or compromise, but it should never be for your love for yourself, if that makes sense. So yeah, I think that's the, the biggest thing that I've learned that you first have to love you and then everything else kind of falls into place from there. This is from Mika80. What's your natural hair regimen? Natural hair regimen. No. <clears throat> <laughs> One thing I do love, I absolutely love um, coconut oil, randomly. I feel it's like Frank's Red Hot. I put that shit on everything. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. My natural hair regimen... Um, my natural hair is my hair, so it just depends on if I'm wearing it curly or if I'm wearing it straight or how I'm wearing it. But the biggest thing is making sure you're taking care of your hair, um, not putting a lot of heat on your hair. Uh, so a lot of times, like if I'm working, that's why I'm so happy. I cut my hair a little over a year ago, and I couldn't get up. I couldn't have. I didn't have a ponytail. That was horrible because I didn't realize how often I relied on throwing my hair up in a bun or in a ponytail or what have you, specifically when it wasn't straight. So, like, for the last year, I had to wear my hair pretty much straight because I didn't like it when it was curly. Like, I couldn't, I didn't have the variety that I used to have. But now that it's grown back and I have a cute little snatch back, I'm very excited and proud of my little baby ponytail. Um, But, yeah, I wash, I condition 
I'm wearing it curly. I love coconut oil. I love um, Jesse. What is it? Miss Jesse's products. Mm-hmm. The hair Jessie. care. I love Miss Jesse's products. I love um, Kim Kimball has this stuff called Bounce Back that I use too. But it's almost like the right concoction for your hair. But at the end of the day, the biggest thing is making sure that you are conditioning your hair really, really well, that you're letting your hair rest. Like you can't keep pulling it back or braiding it or or um, putting heat on it and not expect for it to be damaged. So I give my hair a break. Like if I'm just at home, you know, you'll come in, my hair will be all over my head, thrown up in a random little something but the biggest thing i would say is moisture 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 um and make sure you're eating right because so often people like oh my hair but your hair your skin your nails your eyes your teeth all of that are the health of it is a byproduct of the way you're living the rest of your life drink tons of water um and be gentle be kind to yourself and be kind to your hair and and just get trims regularly. I mean, I don't know. It's not rocket science. I don't know what to say. It's if you flat iron the crap out of your hair, it's going to fall out. If you color mm-hmm. the crap out of your hair, it's going to fall out. So learn what works for your hair because my hair doesn't do well with chemicals. It doesn't do well with color. It just likes for me to leave it the hell alone. Make mm-hmm. sure I wash it, condition it, and then it's okay. Um, our other question is... Why did you decide to join the sorority Delta Sigma Theta Incorporated? Is there another one? I didn't know there was anything else that existed. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually looking down like, wait, is there another one? Wait. <laughs> you got me on that one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I can't help it. Yes, I am proud of my sorors and my organization as far as I'm concerned. That's the only one. No, I'm joking. I have friends, you know, of course, that are a part of other organizations, For me, when I was growing up and traveling, uh, I that those were the women who I encountered who were about their business, who were um, just running stuff. Like from the time I was little, I also had aunts who were members of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Um, Even some who were Ada Kappa family who was Ada Kappa, which is Spellman's chapter. So for me, I was just impressed that they did the work, that they were about their business and about the community. And that was just always what I saw. And then even when I stepped foot on campus at at Spellman, I had already had my mind made up, but I was even more impressed when I got there to see that in my day, Ada Kappa was running the yard. <laughs> you know, we were the SGA president. We were the Miss Maroon and White. We were the Miss Spellman. We were, you know, on SGA. We, you know, that's that's what was, those are the people who were in the positions who were really affecting change in my immediate experience. So why wouldn't you want to be a part of the best? Okay. Huh? That was the last? Oh, well, you can say that. (laughs) So we're in the studio, right? And Sharday is, like, giving me, like, sign language. I'm like, I don't know. What are we doing right now? I don't know. She's like, oh, that was the last question. I was like, oh, okay, well, just tell me. That was the last question of the Ask Keisha segment. That was the last question of the Ask Keisha segment. Let's see real quick. Wait. Uh... <laughs> I love my Spash. She's so cute. Well, you know, and it's funny we're talking about Delta, but in Delta we have things called Speshes, which is short for like special big sister or special little sister. So 
one of my special little sisters, Miss Christy King, uh, she just texted me and she was like, Spash! I'm saying it in her voice because this is how she talks. She's like, Spash! That pic you posted, wait, that pic you just posted though? Slay the, what did she say? <laughs> Slay the something in the streets. I don't know what she said. Love you to life. Share, share your light. She's so cute. I love her. She's actually at um, Harvard right now getting, she was, she's a teacher. So getting her master's, I believe, from Harvard. Yeah. Good. My booze, they be doing it. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> but no, so she decided to text me because some people were not saying not nice things about my picture. But you know what? Everyone is absolutely, um, um, everyone is absolutely, um, what was I talking about? They're entitled to their own Oh, yeah. Opinion. Everyone's absolutely entitled to their own opinion. <laughs> Sorry I got, uh, got sidetracked because people, it's so funny how people try to read into stuff. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, <sighs> I am headed to Baltimore this weekend, actually, to speak at a women's empowerment conference. So I'm really, really excited. And I, I was actually at a different conference in Raleigh this past weekend. Yeah. And that's definitely one of my passions. Like a lot of people are like, you know, I guess I'll answer the question that all people ask. So what are you doing? And blah, 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 <laughs> da, 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 da. So yeah, that's what I'm doing. I do a lot of keynote speaking and I'm working. I'm so excited. So, so excited about finally doing some stuff in the Keisha's kitchen space. So hopefully next week, everything will be finalized and I will be able to make a really great announcement about moving forward with my lifestyle brand, which is such my baby and my passion. Uh, but yeah, so I have Candela Keisha. I have speaking engagements. Um, and I'm also, you know, working behind the scenes in terms of like producing. I have a project that I'm working with right now um, that I actually need to get on a conference call about because I didn't do it yesterday. Oh. Sometimes there aren't enough hours in the day. But you know what? No worries. The blessing is you have another day. And yes. you can do it tomorrow, and nothing is, <laughs> no one's going to die. All is well. But thank you guys, everyone who uh, posted a question, who asked a question. Right before we go, I'm going to look on Twitter real quick because we didn't look on Twitter. We just looked on Instagram to see if there's anything. Oh my gosh. Former, I just went on Twitter. Former WWE. Um, e wrestler China was found dead. I liked her. I was oh, I was a tomboy, no. so I liked like WWE and I stuff. I like China too. That is so sad. Bless her heart. I don't know what the 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 circumstances were around that, but that's really really sad. So let's see. Oh, somebody said, I remember you, Clark Collier. I remember when you would come in your parents to Sherman Jewelers in Bridgewater Commons. Yes, I did. Hey, Ron Sherman. But, wow, I'm sorry. I got really sidetracked with that. It's really crazy, and it's definitely a testament to the fact that, you know, life is short. You have to enjoy it. You have to embrace it and enjoy every moment because tomorrow is truly, truly, truly never promised. So, that is about it for today. I hope you guys have an amazing, amazing, amazing weekend. And we will be right back next week. Same time, same place. <laughs> this is Candidly Keisha, and I'll see you next Friday. We'll talk to you next Friday.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.